from the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Wednesday, July 29th, 2020. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio House Republicans informally voted during a strategic meeting yesterday to remove Larry Householder as Speaker of the House. Yolanda Harris says a formal vote is scheduled for tomorrow. Householder was arrested last Tuesday and charged with racketeering as part of a $60 million federal bribery scheme. After the vote, Republican lawmakers had this to say. It's, it's just disgusting and it's frustrating. When, when, you, when you're an elected official, um, you're hold to a higher degree. You're supposed to follow the laws. There was a, a overwhelming support to accept by acclamation the vote of the majority. Uh, overwhelming support for that. House Democratic leadership issued a statement on the vote saying in part, quote, removing householder from the dais was a necessary decision and one that should not have required so much debate and hand-wringing. I'm Yolanda Harris. But House Republicans' efforts to oust Speaker Householder from his leadership role could be complicated by a legal disagreement with the state's attorney general. House members have said under their internal rules they are allowed to remove Householder from his role with a simple majority vote. But according to the Columbus Dispatch, Attorney General Dave Yost contends Governor Mike DeWine must call a special session. And the House must first pass a new law with the consent of the Senate to remove the Speaker. Yost argues removing a House Speaker hasn't been tested in the courts, and anything less than an airtight legal approach could leave the process vulnerable to a challenge. There is no indication, however, that the House would elect a new Speaker tomorrow, nor that they would eject Householder from the chamber entirely. A member of President Donald Trump's coronavirus task force has issued a warning to Ohio and some other nearby states. Angela Ann reports. Dr. Anthony Fauci says states need to take action such as closing bars before those become the next Florida, Texas or Arizona. In Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, Indiana, that inkling of a percent increase of cases that are positive, that's a warning sign that you might be seeing a surge. I'm Angela Ann. More and more school districts in Ohio are deciding to begin the school year with students learning from home. Pete Scalia says a union supports those decisions. The Ohio Education Association is calling for that to be a statewide mandate for all schools. The teachers union says it believes, quote, that reopening for in-person instruction prematurely poses unacceptable risks to the lives and health of students adults who work in schools, and the people they care for. I'm Pete Scalia. Class size restrictions will soon be lifted for daycare centers in Ohio. Roxanne Elias has more. There is some sense of relief that providers can go back to a normal class ratio starting on August 9th. Fatima Abdel Karim, the director of Child Care Adventures in Toledo, says she's following all the guidelines in order to fulfill the needs of her parents. We still have some families that are scared to come back or go back to work even. But uh, I think we're coming along. I mean, it can't last forever. So far, Abdel Karim can't say if Child Care Adventures will go back to full classes until there's a further conversation. Roxanne Elias in Toledo. 
In Columbus, a move by city council to close bars and restaurants at 10 o'clock each night to help slow the spread of the coronavirus has been shot down, Bryant Somerville reports. Less than one day after Columbus City Council voted to limit the hours of business for bars and restaurants, a judge has overturned it. It's a temporary pause, at least 14 days, until there can be a full hearing. Many bar and restaurant owners' main point, rules are already in place, like spacing and wearing masks. That judge also saying if city council's legislation would have went through, he believes many businesses would be forced out of business in Columbus, Bryant, Somerville. The shooting deaths of two people found inside a burning home in Akron have been ruled as homicides. ONN's Dave James reports. The Summit County Medical Examiner's Office says 34-year-old Justin Walker and 47-year-old Melinda Pointer were both shot in the head and torso. The Akron residents were found early yesterday by firefighters who had just extinguished a fire at their home. Neighbors reported hearing a loud boom before the blaze erupted. Authorities declined to release further details about the shootings, citing the ongoing investigation. The cause of the fire remains under investigation as well. Dave James, I went in news. Fans of the Ohio State Buckeyes were told yesterday a 2020 season would look very different at Ohio Stadium if fans are to be allowed at all. ONN's Paul Keels explains. Ohio State notified football season ticket holders that if a 2020 season is played, the horseshoe will be limited to 20% capacity, which means a little more than 20,000 in the stands. Also, face masks will be required with social distancing in place. Concessions will be limited. There will be no tailgating or a skull session at St. John Arena. This is Paul Keels on the Ohio News Network. High school athletics officials have released new information concerning fall high school sports like football and soccer. More from Dom Tiberi. The Ohio High School Athletic Association announcing that fall contact sports will be allowed to start practicing on August 1st. But there is a but. All scrimmages against other schools will be suspended. They could remain suspended going into the actual season, but camps will start on August 1st. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Dom Tiberi reporting. And Republican lawmakers in the U.S. Senate continue to debate a stimulus package that would send another round of checks to American households while slashing unemployment assistance. Tracy Townsend reports. The checks would be similar in amount to that first round, but not as generous as the package proposed by Democrats in May. The stimulus package from the GOP would provide households with almost identical benefits to the first round of checks. Citizens and residents, U.S. citizens and residents, with adjusted gross income up to $75,000 would receive $1,200. Married couples would be eligible for $2,400 as long as their income is less than $150,000. I'm Tracy Townsend. Special thanks to our affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.